Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face. Bessart, Borussia. Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string. And... Oh, Diamante! The Western service crew are celebrating. Welcome back to All Out West. And it's been another huge week with Western United, Salting City, in the, and in other major news, Wallace misses his first ever pod. Uh, due to the uh, impending, uh, now actually arrived, uh, second child with him and his partner, Amelia. This being somehow I've been left running the episode. How's the week been, lads? Yeah, not too bad, fella. And, yep, quick shout-out. Congrats to Wallace on your little healthy baby girl. Glad to see it. Yeah, the second best bit of news coming from this weekend other than our 1-0 win. It was a good win. <laughs> it, it does very well. I know he was... He was happy because when Kate, when his first child was born, Essendon lost. At least with this one, there was a W. Yeah. Good um, omen for the child. Yeah. So should we get into it? Yeah. Let's get into it. All right. We'll get straight into the uh, club update. And uh, not much to really report. Seb Pasquale remains on the long-term injury list. And uh, Rene Crin is still unavailable due to fitness. When do you guys reckon we might see him on the pitch? I was kind of hoping already. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell now. It is hard to tell. So um, could be could be a couple of weeks, could be a month, could be two. We don't actually know, but we don't want to be bringing in a player from overseas and having him taking up a wage bill and sitting on the sidelines like Daniel Sturridge will be for most of the season. So, <laughs> Well, I think they knew that before he started, before he signed, given his injury record. Yeah, I don't know about Rennie's injury record, but I'm pretty sure everyone's familiar with the D studges, so. <laughs> yeah. It, it, let's just say he's lucky he's not in America trying to pay for healthcare. I think maybe that's why he came down here. I suspect so. Yeah. Going to get on that free healthcare. Yeah. Or he could have gone to Canada too, play for the White Caps. <laughs> yeah, and, and he could have had free weed on tap. Hmm. It's legal. Exactly. All right. Let's get into the exciting news. Let's get it straight into the game review. Let's hit it running. All right. So on Saturday night, 7.45, West United took on the reigning premiers, Melbourne City, at Amy Park in front of 7,019 fans. Before we get right into it, how are the pre-match vibes? Look, uh, pretty good, I'd say. Um, Fair few of us marched down to originally what was going to be the corner, but... I think because we came in a big group and COVID has hit, they they weren't used to us rocking up like that. So we were denied entry. So we went to a different pub. What pub did we end up at? Uh, um, the Richmond Club. Richmond Club, yeah, which was really nice. They were really good. Good good food, good people. So uh, Ryan Pappenhausen was there. A few, people, few Melbourne Storm. Few Melbourne Storm yeah, a few people got some photos, so they were happy. A few of them were watching us chan and having a bit of fun. So vibes were good up until, yeah, there was a little bit of a scuffle near the stadium. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. But also, just before that, he is, uh, did some Penrith chants just to help the Storm boys get a bit lived up. Yeah, there were a couple flying around. So, yeah, it was all, it was, it was all good banter, good fun, good day. Yes, because... Uh... I hear a couple of people might have been denied entry due to alcohol beforehand. Uh, I think there was a bit of a miscommunication, yeah. to be completely honest, between the uh, the staff and the people denied entry because they 
sneaky, sneaky went around to the other side and got in without, you know, any problems. Yeah. Um, but I think there was probably just a bit of excitement with all our, all our supporters coming in, G'd up before the game and maybe the security there weren't too keen on some of the people that were a bit overexcited. Uh, but that was all sorted out in the end, so... Look, I just marked that down as one nil Western Service crew. Amy Park Stadium, nothing. Yeah, well, not to mention, I think we went two 0 up against uh, the City Terrace, mate. They were very, very quiet. I saw, definitely saw a few social media posts uh, actually praising our active support on a few of the football Australia groups and. Western United don't get much love on those. We usually get ripped into, but we were on um, the receiving end of some actual praise for once this week, which is interesting. You could say that there were a lot more empty seats at the end of the game than there were empty seats at the start of the game, even though there were plenty at that point too. I thought their fans were loyal. I thought they stayed right through to the end. Yeah. Nah, wait. When you're... um, Supposed to be champions of Australia, behold your champions pulling up a banner and then half of years are leaving uh, for full time. I mean, geez, it wasn't exactly a great sight to behold. Um, it's honestly disappointing. But disappointing for the league, if anything. Look, for us, we, we had a good time and we had fun and we can have some banter out of it, but... That's not what you want to be seeing from fans of the club. When leaving you, it, it's not like they. And look, shouldn't still still shouldn't be doing this, but it's not like they were down four five nil either. But they had fans leaving ten minutes and even earlier I than mean, the end of the game. Put it into perspective: you see, uh, most of, well, a lot of the victory, victory stuck act, right all to the, of the end. Victory active support stuck through to the end, and they were getting absolutely demolished in the end. Three nil, a couple cracking goals to Perth and. They were singing right to the end, so kudos to them. There was none of that from City, none of that. And, you know, they went 1-0 down. They were a man down, a goal down, and didn't stop chanting. You look at the other active end, and it's like they just looked dejected. And they were being outplayed much more than City were being outplayed by us too. Yeah. Like, you'd think they'd never heard of, like, a last-minute equaliser or something. Obviously, they haven't. (laughs) Fickle, fickle, fickle people. All right, let's get into the actual action, though. So there was one change yep. to the starting lineup with Dylan Wenzel Halls returning to 11 in place of Priyavich, who was a late out with fitness concerns. West United started the game with a positive mindset and really took it to City early um, and really paid off when we uh, got a goal at the 20-minute mark with a growing assist by Diamante to Dylan Wen- to our number nine, Dylan Wenzel Halls. Um, do you guys want to break down this goal and... Talk about how sweet that finish was past Glover. Yeah. Yeah, looking at it at the time, I knew it was a good finish, but watching the replays, I actually realised how good of a finish it was. It was... It, it wasn't just the actual shot. It was the movement, the way that he held it up and kind of faked out the defender as well. So, it, look, beautiful finish. And as far as I can remember, I don't think any of our players have celebrated with the fans that hard. After a goal, at least. No, he really got involved. Yeah, and that's what you love to see, especially for a derby. All the fans loved it. We loved it. The players loved it. 
the fans that weren't in the service crew that saw him do that, it pumped them up even more as well. So that's the sort of thing that we want to be seeing. We want to be seeing that passion and that connection between the players and the fans, which our club already does a lot better than a lot of other clubs do. I did um, notice that when he scored the goal, he ran right up to us. He was about five metres away when he stopped running. And then I think it was Payne, Wales and uh, Josh Risden come flying in and yep. pretty much grabbing him and threw him into, <laughs> threw him into the active yeah. support. And it was a collective effort. Yeah, I saw Lockie Wales jump over the top and almost end up in the crowd and crowd end up on the on the field and vice versa. Yeah, so that was, yeah, good fun to finally be able to celebrate. The boys, I suppose, COVID played a part in that, not being, like, able to have the, the fans interact with the players as much. But, yeah, it was... Definitely fantastic to see Wenzel Halls score a goal in front of the active and, and celebrate towards us like that. It's one of the most beautiful things in football to see something like that. It is. Do you know what I enjoyed from the television as- broadcast aspect? Watching security not knowing what to do. Like, <laughs> no clue. What, no what, clue. No, what do we do? They were panicked. Like, they had no clue what to do. They're like, do we, do we touch them? Oh, wait, that's COVID, not COVID say. They had no idea what to do. Look, at the end of the day, I don't think anybody got crook after the game. And, yeah, everything ended up fine. No injuries, no sickness. No, so We're all oh, vaccinated. Except so. for one. <laughs> we're all vaccinated anyway, so should be fine. Yeah. Look, it was good to see the passion back in the game. Oh, yeah. It's exactly what you want. Back, back to that, the actual goal itself, though. Yeah. Take nothing away from the finish and the um, and the run. Like I thought for sure he was gonna hold like hold it up and pass. And I was thinking, just have a go, lad. There's no one, no one coming with you. And then he sort of, you know, did the little sidestep shuffle and just bent it in. That was perfect. But like the Diamante ball as well was phenomenal. First time, just sort of like Gerard-esque hooked over, mm. uh, perfect weight on it for him to run onto and be able to take a touch. Honestly, um, there's not much you can do as a keeper to stop that. There's, and um, yeah, when you when you're struggling to match the pace of Wenzel Halls, there's really not much you can do to catch up to him as a defender. No, and that's the thing. It was finally the right kind of ball for Dylan Wenzel Halls. Instead of an aerial ball into the box, it was one at his feet he could run onto. Yeah, I, I, I did notice throughout the course of the game we were putting a, a lot of those balls into the box a lot lower and making it a lot dirtier. Um, I think we, we we almost had that second goal, uh, even though it was disallowed, contentious, I think. But, um, Could have gone either way. That was very similar to uh, our goal against Perth, in my opinion, just a low cross, very dirty, um, the finish a bit better and from a bit further out this time. But... Um, uh, even though it was disallowed, I think those are the sorts of uh, balls that we're looking at uh, when it comes to scoring goals with our, our smaller, faster mm. players. I think that's the key to victory right there. Yeah, it's definitely the method when we've got those faster pe- fleet of foot players on the pitch. Yeah, 100%. Um, so from my perspective, it felt very much like a snatch and grab match, like, as soon as we sort of scored, we sort of sat back and invited the pressure and allowed Melbourne City, like, they ended up with, like, 65% possession, 21 shots, but only five on target. However, due to our very organised defence led by Lacroix, who in- and um, Amai, who incidentally bounced back after last week getting subbed at half-time, 
and Aloisi was quite complimentary of him. Um, we seem to have a lot of control, even though they had the ball. How did it feel like to you guys? Look, with Tomoki, actually, I feel like this might have been a slightly weaker game of his, even though we did get the clean sheet. Um, I found he was a little bit panicky coming up against the speedy wingers of Melbourne City. Look, at the end of the day, the product wasn't there from them and they didn't score and he kept his clean sheet. But uh, this is one of the games where I think he has had more solid games in the past. And I feel like, yeah, Leo really, really marshaled it this week. I think um, the big takeaway is, uh, well, obviously Leo's the best, probably the best defender, well, definitely the best defender at Western United, definitely staking his claim on being the Virgil of the league, like a big, fast, um, you know, tall, strong. Handsome. <laughs> Swiss centre-back. <laughs> um, like, even though... Uh, well, I don't think Tamaki got any points from us this week, but uh, he definitely uh, sort of corralled and, and pushed off players like uh, Naboo and uh, Leckie to the side. Like you, you notice they didn't, they never got a real clean run inside the box, or if they did, it was very minimal. Like, like they weren't able to cut in like they usually are. Yeah, usually that's your problem when you've got um, when you've got Naboo, especially doing his classic outside of the brute shot. I think he attempted one of those, but was rushed. Very quickly by um, by I think it was Tomoki put him right off and ended up hitting, hitting it straight at the keeper. So um, take nothing away from Tomoki. I, I think um, I'm a bit more optimistic than Caleb. I think Tomoki had one of his better games. I think he was near perfect. Um, but Leo was definitely the the star on the pitch for us this week uh, when it comes to the back four. Yeah, I think he's. He's actually taking a claim for signing of the season so far. Oh, 100%. Not just for what he brings as a player, but for what I think, or what I believe he brings as a, a leader at the back. It seems yeah. like we are, it's night and day between how well we've been drilled. I mean, I think it was 20 something, 22 goals in six games versus one goal in three. Yeah, and um, it was just a moment where he left that one goal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, other than that, like, uh, we know Jamie Young made a few crucial and brilliant saves, but um, best front three in the league were were almost completely shut down. Uh, I couldn't be obviously maybe a few less shots on target, and um, obviously you don't want Young to be making those saves every week because you know he can't. No one can. It's just not possible that they're, they're going to creep in it at some point. But um, if we can. Maybe keep those shots on target, right down, or at least improve on that. I, I think we we could grind out a few like one nil wins and really really push up the table this season. It might be a uh, uh, a Liverpool esque almost um, bunch of results we need. Like Leicester esque, I'd oh, say. Well, when, when Liverpool won the title, uh, remember I think we yeah. get, I think we got. 20 odd points or something from one nil victory. Yeah. So, if we can yeah. keep picking those up and keeping those clean sheets, then I don't think there's anything stopping us from honestly shooting for the stars and going for a top two spot. That's what um, is the difference between good teams and a championship team be able to grind out those results, like the ability to grind out those results when you probably really shouldn't. 
I, I actually, um, when we went 1-0 up yep. and when we were 1-0 up at halftime, I was confident we would come away with at least a point. Confident. Yeah. yeah. And against yeah, Sydney, that's too. a bold statement, I believe. But I thought for sure we'd have a point. After about the 75th minute, I was pretty much convinced that the three were locked in. I was very, very happy with our defensive showing this week. And, and I, I think most fans, if not all, West United fans would be. And I also all think... All City fans too. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't... Well, no, if you see, you wouldn't be happy with that. But I honestly think it's a product of Aloisi coming in as coach and bringing yeah. out back four formation. He, he's really helped shore up that defence. Um, you sort of touched on it. I just wanted to go over it. What did you think of Jamie Young's performance now that he's had a couple of games into the season? I mean, obviously we love Scotty. We're going to say it every episode, but with uh, performances like that, it's hard to drop. It's hard to drop um, Jamie Young. So um, a, a bit of a scoop I've got. Um, this does drop before the game against Wellington, but I can 100% confirm that Ryan Scott will be starting in goals. Oh, so, you're kind of spoiling something there. Let's let's oh, jump in the gun, buddy. Sorry, sorry, that's but that was already um, that was already very widely speculated, and uh, I think a lot it was safe yeah. to assume that. Well, from the horse's mouth, I heard it on Saturday. Ryan Scott's going to be starting in goals, so he he does have a chance to maybe not take the spot, but definitely keep um, himself in contention and yeah. keep the keep the pressure on Jamie Young because I think there's nothing better than cycling through two keepers that are at the top of their game and making each other better. Exactly, but we'll get into the Ryan Scott thing when we do the Wellington preview, which yeah, I'm actually excited for because I think we all had a bit of speculation yeah. on that. Yeah. Look, um, before we jump to the next thing, I won't be long, but I'll just no. say one last thing about the City thing. Um, Jay did mention that in future games we don't want to have Jamie Young saving those sorts of shots every single game and not have as many shots on target against us. At the end of the day, most of us went in, Probably if we got offered a draw, we would have snatched snatched somebody's hand off for it. So I don't think we can be too critical of the performance in the team when you are playing against the champions. Yeah, I personally think if we if going into it, if we had only conceded one to two goals, we would have taken it with how like lethal their strike force is. The fact we walked over mm. the clean sheets just phenomenal and looked well in control. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Another quick thing, I mean, it's also disappointing as a Socceroos fan seeing your front three Socceroos not scoring against your own team that, you know, people rip on. It's like, geez, we're going to have a bit of trouble in the upcoming World Cup. Maybe we might have to start thinking about chucking uh, Lockie Wales, <laughs> Dylan Pariahs and Dylan Wenzel Halls up front. I'm for that. Just let them cause havoc with all all the defenders by just running around, running them around in circles. Yeah. Yeah. But you did see, you even saw our fans as... As the banter happens at the start, they're announcing their players. We're booing for them all. J-Mac comes on. Oh, J-Mac's name comes up. No one boos. Leckie's name comes up. No one boos. We do like those guys. They're Leckie, Leckie especially, but even Jamie McLaren is getting to that point. Leckie's someone who's been legendary for the – or not legendary, but really, really good for the Socceroos for a decade now. So he's someone we'll always respect too. Unfortunately um... – they found him on Saturday night in uh, Ben Garuccio's back pocket. So. <laughs> so they did find him. There has been confirmation they, that he has been found. They have found him. The brew went missing as well, and he yep. was found in uh, Risden's back pocket. Yeah, just in time for the um, <laughs> Perth Glory game midweek that yeah. they have. They're going to need him. All right, so, yep. so interestingly for the match, we only made two 
two of the substitutions with Dylan Perias coming on for Dylan Wenzel Halls in the 73rd and Bayou coming on for Connor Penn in the 78th. It was interesting to see uh, Bayou get some minutes as Aloisi had been quite critical of him having to go to um, Oli Roos as he thought it stunted his development and hold him back a bit as opposed to the development gains he'd made at the club. Um, what did you guys think of the substitutions and are you happy to, to see that Bayou may be getting, is very much in the plans of Aloisi? Yeah, I, I think it was very surprising seeing Bayou uh, subbed on mm. for, you know, in a slightly more defensive role. From what I've seen, he's a more a better offensive player. Yeah, but, um, that's to, that's to, what to, I have the impression sub, of anyway. Connor, Connor, uh, for Connor Payne. Um, but I think it's good to give Payne the rest as well. Mm. He's worked very hard the last three weeks, so bringing him off is a good call. Bringing off Wenzel Halls is a good call because I think um, maybe fitness-wise he was losing pace later on in the game. And you've got that pace on the bench in Parias. Um, he's going to be fresh for the remainder of the game when he comes Just up. a quick thing on Wenzel Halls. He doesn't – great player, great bursts of energy, but I don't see him as a 90-minute player. I see him as a either either coming off the bench or as a 70-80 minute player. Honestly, same as Parias. Um, yeah, I yeah. This conversation about Parias. I see yep. those two uh, as very similar. Obviously, Wenzel Halls with a bit more uh, of that attacking side behind him. Like, yeah. Um, Parias being a bit more of a... Speedier too, I'd yeah, say. probably yeah. a touch speedier. Um, Parias, of course, being, a, I think, a touch younger. Or are they about the same age, though, aren't they? No, nah, Parias is younger. Yeah, yeah, I think it's about two, three years. Yeah, two years, I'd yeah, say. Um, yeah, still very impressed with Wenzel Walls, and I think if he gets uh, a lot of 70, 80-minute runs, I think he will definitely improve. Um, and he's definitely a player, I think, would be a good player to bring on at any time and replace Previc. He's quickly becoming a fan favourite, and if he keeps going the way he can go, uh, uh, sorry, if he keeps going the way that he's going, I wouldn't say the sky's the limit for him, but he can go really far in the game, and not just in Australia. I wanted yeah. about, I wanted ten goals from from him this season, and he's already scored two and got a six point. So honestly, I'm happy with that. Six points from Dylan Winslow Halls is a very good start. Yeah, well. So, obviously, the game ends 1-0, and we secure our second win against uh, City. So, just touching on Dylan Windsor-Halls, Jamie Young, Lacroix, how would you rate our signings thus far and that, that Aloisi's made to the club? Like, it's early days, but they're doing a phenomenal job. Like, they've clearly added to the squad. Even um, Ben Garuccio, he doesn't get much love, but he's mm. been pretty much flawless up back. I mean... Um, we didn't see uh, – I know Scott Jamison loves to have a bit of a run. We barely really mm. saw him get up. Um, obviously, Garuccio knows that City squad inside out, so he's – Well, he would have been actually going against Galloway, and Galloway so likes getting up too. Both yeah. backs like getting up. Yeah. Um, but Garuccio, very, very impressive. Jamie Young obviously had a rough couple of weeks, um, but he's uh, come good. Keep an eye on him. Leo – Unbelievable. We know how he's going. Neil Kilkenny, close to the top. If not, I think he's top of the um, – I think he's top of our vote so far. Yeah, it might change this week, but is, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Small disclaimer. For a Perth Glory reject. Small disclaimer. We won't have the actual, like, voting tally up today due to I don't have the technology Wallace has. That's all right. You can read it out, though. Oh, I actually don't know who's in the lead. Oh, all right. We'll just do uh, the votes in the next week. I won't have the tally board, but we will reveal who's in the lead next week. Yeah, all right. We'll do that. We didn't have the goal clip. I'm like, I don't have the technology. 
That's all right. That's all right. We can sort this stuff out. Still teething yeah. issues. Yeah. So it's just a one week little thing here. But yeah, going back as you were, Jay. Sorry. Yeah. And to mention, we haven't even seen Renee Crin, which is uh, probably, uh, I'd say, Leo's hard to knock off. But I was, I was more excited, most excited for Renee Crin as our international signing um, this season. We haven't even seen him yet. So. It'd be interesting to see what he can bring to the club. And it's also interesting to see that there's uh, one or two players that have been rejuvenated. Stephen Lustig has been playing quite well. We were all very critical of him. Um, obviously, his football fans were fickle and we forget what he'd done towards mm -hmm. the end of our first season. And I think he's about 80% of the way back to that sort of form. I think I definitely see him snatching a goal and, and, few, assists. and a few assists uh, this season. Um, Diamante obviously struggled in the tail end of last season. Beautiful assist. He's back. Josh Risden feels like we've signed a new player in Josh Risden having him back. Uh, you know, it, it's night and day, the squad we had um, from final round last year mm -hmm. to round three this year. But it does. It still feels like Western United. It feels like the, the team's gelling very quickly. Uh, obviously, a few teething issues um, in the first couple of rounds. But I, I feel like... Uh, they're getting stronger by the by the minute here. So honestly, bring on Wellington. Let's see how we go against a, a subpar opponent at the moment. But a subpar opponent that's been in decent form at the same time. Yeah. They lost their last game, but they've still looked decent all season. And they love playing against us, so always dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get it. Speaking of that, we'll segue into the Player of the Year now. Um, yep. I'll read out Wallace and Scott's first, and then we'll go over our ones. Yep. Right, so Scott gave one vote to uh, Jamie Young, which is a shock. So Jamie Young must have really impressed Scott to get that one vote. Just going to put that out there. Uh, well, I'm in exactly the same boat with that one. So quick spoiler for mine, but I'm in exactly the same boat. Leo Lacroix uh, two, and he gave Dylan Wenzel Halls the three. Uh, Wallace gave uh, Dylan Wenzel Halls the one, Lacroix the two, and Jamie Young the three. So the same vote, just different orders. Uh, we'll start with you, Jay. Uh, so I gave, <clears throat> sorry, I gave Diamante one vote, uh, mainly because dangerous player, uh, looked like he was playing quite well the whole game. Obviously, that gender of an assist. Um, two votes to Dylan Wenzel Halls purely because he was on the end of that assist, ran with, with the ball really well, and ultimately got us the win. And three votes to Jamie Young because I think he made some uh, extremely crucial saves that helped secure the points almost as much as that goal did. Uh, probably best on ground, Jamie Young. I, it's hard to say. I wanted to give Leo votes as well, but I felt like even though Leo might have played a better game than two of those three players, um, I feel like crucial to the three points, the, the, the three players I listed were the most crucial to those points. Um the, of the three points that we picked up off Sydney, so that's why they're all those are my votes this week. Uh, I'm glad that Jamie Young's up there because he really needed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, who would you have, Len? Well, look, uh, on the back of what Jay said, yeah, there are a few players who couldn't make it into mine, but I still wanted to give him points. Uh, the two players I left out were Leo and Dia. Uh, so for one point, I had Jamie Young. You can't go past the saves that he made. Absolutely incredible. A couple of times he looked a little bit worried, but he ended up 
pulling it off. So it, his saves were phenomenal. A couple of them, right place, right time, but you've still got to have the reflexes to get it out into the right area and not just get it straight back to an, an attacker that will just slot it straight back in. Uh, my two votes actually is a bit different to everyone. It goes to Connor Payne. I feel like he just completely nullified City's right side even though he wasn't playing in the left-back position, and we did mention Garuccio before, um, I feel like Garuccio had a lot of support from Connor Payne. And just the way that his pressing was, his intensity was, and I think that's the reason why he got taken off, because he was working that hard, um, it completely nullified City's right side. And then the three go to Dylan Wenzel Halls. Um, I think he his pressing from the front was integral to our whole defensive structure. He scores the winning goal and he celebrates like that with the fans. You can't go past that for three votes. Yeah. Well, look, so mine are very much in the same vein as everyone else's. So I gave one to Dimmer. I thought he was real. It was probably his best game he's had at the, for a while now, especially given the back half of last season. He was lively. He was trying to create chances. Really, most of our chances came through something he was doing in midfield, including the assist that Dylan Winter Hall's got. Um, I gave two to Jamie Young just because on the rare chances when City did manage to breach our defence, he was there, he was switched on, he was ready to stop anything that came into the net. And then I gave the three to Lacroix just for the way he marshaled the defence. I do want to give an honourable mention to Dylan Wenzel-Halls. I swear it's got nothing to do with my hatred of hyphenated surnames. I just couldn't pick <laughs> four in the three. Honestly, this one was the hardest. I, the hardest have, one this round. Given, yeah. On any other Obviously. week, you could have given a single vote to Lustica, Garuccio. Uh, I could have given one to Payne. Uh, Kill Kenny. You know, he's been crucial yeah. the last two weeks. And honestly, didn't have a bad game. Mm. Was, was even, Lockie, even Lockie Wales. Lockie Wales, they both dribbled well and passed well and were being real pests. And they couldn't even get in the votes for us this week. Um, it's honestly what we want to do. We want to make the – they want to – we want – the votes to be as hard as possible for us, and mm. they, they really did that for us this week. Because we haven't really had to think too much the past two weeks, I'd say, mm. even after a win last week. We haven't had to think too much. This week I had to think quite hard. Yeah. And really for most of the last two weeks, we've sort of all had the same, maybe a different order, but they've all been the same roughly four players. This week it was just hard. Yeah. Mm. Um. So if you're as passionate about Western United as we are, you won't want to miss any of the sports A-League action. And the easiest and quickest and best way to catch every game from every angle is with A-League Live app. Search for A-League Live or Sportsmate in the app or Google Play stores. They're really great. And once again, they helped us out with statistics for this game. Yeah, they can turn anyone into a stat wizard. They can. And not uh, just that. They're timely and up-to-date, unlike a lot of other apps out there. Yeah, well, they got me the um, crowd numbers because no one else really publishes the crowd numbers and I was able to get it real quick from them. Yep. Yeah, really good app. Recommend everyone tries it out. Yeah, so now we move on to a big week. We've got two games to preview. Let's, let's start with the first one. It's the uh, true, only true rival that Wellington have. I mean, there's the distance, Darby, but that's not a real rivalry. It's just, hey, we live far away. I'll give it to them. They've they got to have hope. But now they've got a real rival. They've got us. So oh, on Tuesday... It's Sorry? a one-way one rivalry. We don't really care. It, it's nice to let them have something, you know. <laughs> but honestly, we don't really care. That'd be nothing without the A-League. <laughs> 
Well, exactly. You, look, they, they need us more than we need them. Yeah, I, I take, I'm taking the piss. We do love Wellington. Yeah, we do. Second side. Best away trip in, in the A-League, that's for sure. One I definitely want to attend. So on we Tuesday will. night, so tomorrow, and probably may even be in the past by the time this gets released, we take on uh, Wellington Phoenix at 7.30 at GMHBA Stadium in the FFA Cup and what will be our second ever FFA Cup clash. Um, in the previous round, we beat the Jets because we had to qualify and obviously this will be Wellington's first game in the Cup this season. Wellington are coming off a 2-0 uh, loss to Western Sydney Wanderers whilst we're coming off the big win versus City. How do you think we're going to line up this week? A few changes. Yeah, that, it's it's hard to say what changes, but there's going to be a few changes for the FFA Cup. We, already, we, we spoiled one already. Sorry about that. We already touched on Scott beating goals. I say maybe... Topol Stanley starting for this one, I would say. I'd say somebody like him, maybe even giving Josh Risden a rest because of his injury issues last season, playing uh, Dylan Parias at the back. Yeah. Uh, if Priovic has recovered from his niggle, he might... Uh, replace Dylan Wenzel Hall's up front. The beauty is this season we've got a lot of options and we could even have a couple of younger players come into the midfield to give those midfield players a rest, like uh, players like Jerry Skatardis and and Milo as well, potentially as well. I think Theo gets a run this week. Um, He's been touted quite highly by... Birthday boy this week too. Yep, was it yesterday or today? Today, Today. actually. Happy birthday, birthday, Theo, Theo. at time of recording. Um. He's been touted quite highly. I think Aloisi thinks quite highly of him. Um, I'm yet to see it, mm. but I think uh, a cup game is a good chance for him to get a 60, 70-minute run in. Uh, I, I see him starting uh, along with a few of our other – probably a, a, a good 70-30 mix, 70% of the regulars, 30% of new blood. Um, but the rotated regulars but too. Rotated regulars, yeah. yeah. So, um, And then it still doesn't wouldn't surprise me if you see players like – Riz, <clears throat> excuse me, Risden or Payne come on at some point. Top will uh, have a break, um, and we use utilize all of our subs this week. One thing I would like to say, I'd really like to see Noah Bodic yeah. as a substitute appearance this week. I'm not sure that he'll get the 90 minutes or even get the chance to start, but as a substitute, um, I think this would be his perfect time to, yeah, get a little bit of first-team game time, because as far as I know, he hasn't really been in that first-team setup. He's played in good youth setups, but this would be his, even though it's a cup game, it would really be his first taste of first-team football. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see what he brings. Yeah, hopefully we see Rene Crin as well. Don't think so. Don't think that's going to happen, but I'm I'm always going to be hopeful. I'd like an update on how he's tracking. I'd I think it's just might be just general fitness and just getting up to speed with quarantine and things, but it's Let's just a bit so. odd. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if he played any preseason games, but no, he didn't. Previch, I don't know, maybe Previch had a better run at things before. Um, because I remember Previch came in actually after he came in from the Saudi league, though, so I think he yeah. was still playing right up until the end of last season, whereas yeah. I don't think Renekrin was playing as much. No, I, I think, think he's he because he was in a lower league. I think he might have been impacted by um, the COVID yeah, restrictions. The league might have been cancelled. All yeah. that sort of thing was Previch was making top money in the CRD league. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so, good question. Here's a question for you: Will the Western Service crew ride if Ryan Scott doesn't play the full game? Oh, 
if he's starting, you'll play the full game. That's just I, how. I, I unless know, he gets injured. If, he, if he gets injured, we'll be clapping and cheering him off. But, but if he gets subbed at 45 for some minute, for some reason, the only way I'd be okay with that is that if they bring on Charlie Emery for a bit of experience. That's the yeah. only way I'd be content with that. Other than that, if he's starting, he'll play the full game. I think it's going to be a storm the pitch scenario if uh, Scotty's not starting. It will be right on the um, the Scotty, our Scotty's LOEC out train if that happens. <laughs> Look, I expect there to be a riot if for some reason Ryan Scott got red carded. I expect him to be able to just shoot players on the pitch and be allowed to get away with it tomorrow. Or if it's red card, we'll love it. Like, he probably won't be playing the next few games anyway. Jamie Young will stay in the team for the A-League, so the ban won't matter. That gives us a few weeks of not having to talk about who should be playing and who isn't, and we'd all have a grouse time and we'd probably see him at the pub afterwards. Big question, though. Who would you rather in a penalty shootout? I don't know because I'm actually not too aware of their penalty-saving statistics. From what I've seen, Jamie Young has stopped a couple. Yeah, so I probably would go him. He's got the experience in a penalty shootout. But... Well, Look, that is something I forgot. That, that part, is something I did forget also, about. That is also because honestly, it's rough when you bring on a penalty specialist keeper for the other keeper. They don't like it. They want to be. In it's psych- it psychs them out. Yeah, it's it's really. I don't think it's good either way. Uh, it can work, but I I think we should be our keeper. If hypothetically, if we go into penalties, I want to be seeing our starting keeper take uh, take a crack at saving those penalties. Okay. okay. I agree too. Look, you might go for a specialist in maybe a real like in like say the final perhaps if there's if he's a real dedicated penalty specialist. I wouldn't be doing it for the round of thirty two. No, that like you back him in and you get him that experience that they may yeah. not have as a junior as the second keeper. Look, yeah. I think if you do it, yeah, this early a final is a bit different. I would say even a semi final, but it would be a a bit of a kick in the nuts. I'd say. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be subbing them. I'd be getting them the experience, win or lose. Yeah, this win, early on in the competition too. Yeah, it's a confidence boost. Lose, it's a learning experience that they grow from. There's no negative in it. Yeah. And, and ultimately, um, as much as I'd like to see his progressive fairway through the uh, FFA Cup, uh, I'm not super fast. If we get if we get knocked out, I think the league uh, and at least trying to make, you know, that semi-final to A-League grand final should be our number one priority and always yeah. should be a number one priority. Um, maybe you sacrifice a couple of league games if, you know, you're getting to the semi-final and or the the, F, uh, the FA Cup final. As I was just going to say, yeah. I think that, yeah, I would be more disappointed if we got to the semi-final or the final and lost that than if we do lose tomorrow. Or today yeah. at time of listening. Honestly, the League <laughs> Cup is like you start. You care more and more the further you make it through. You bomb out, you know, with four rounds to go, and you're like, ah, oh, well, it was a good run, but let's focus on the league. Mm. Uh, and then you make it to the final, and you're like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're going to win the FA Cup, you know. That's when you start. Yeah. It's like you didn't care about it three weeks ago, but you yep. do now. So, but that's all fans of all teams. Yeah. All, all all teams cop it. When they make as soon the as you get to Wembley, even the semi-finals, you want to win from that point on. Like using the FA Cup because you, you're there, you're in the you're at the big stage. Yeah, getting that chance to shine. But um, so what are the score predictions? 
I, it is a really hard I one. Look, I haven't even heard. I haven't even thought of it. I'd go West United 2-0 on a, a repeat of uh, Wellington's uh, game on the weekend. Um, they had Hennon score against them, which is an absolute spew. If you're a Wellington fan, you would have hated that, seeing your old striker score against you. Um too bad we don't have any old Wellington players anymore. No, nah, they've all snaked on us as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, serves us right. Um, I think two. I think two nil. One, one like early second half. One uh, like seventy fifth minute. Two goals. Yeah, look, I'll actually go with a three nil. Yeah, I think I'll go with three nil. I can't tell you who who will score and when we'll score, but now that I think about it, I've got a I've got a good feeling. I don't see us conceding bar from a colossal cock up from one player. I think yeah. we keep our shape pretty well. Or a, or a dodgy set piece. Yeah, I, I think Wellington are still subpar. They're going to have to do a lot of travelling. They don't really have a home ground, and I really feel for them. I think their performances are going to skyrocket once they're, they're able to travel back to New Zealand in the second half of the season. But, you know, professional footballers in the COVID area, uh, COVID era, sorry. Um, that's what they got to deal with, but I think we should get get the job done over them. Yeah, I think it'll be either one nil or either. I actually think it might even go to extra time. I won't be shocked if it does, and we get the one nil and or two nil in the extra time, like we score one or two in. The- yeah, look, I don't think I'll be surprised at any result, win, lose, or draw, unless it's a complete blowout, five nil, that sort of thing. And honestly, either way. I, either, uh, yeah, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll win 5 0. Yeah, but I, I don't think they'll win 5 0 either. I'll take it's, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I see. It doesn't go to penalties because I got work pretty early on Wednesday. Oh, look, I've got the day off, so I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I see, like, no more than, like, a 2 1 at most. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll see. Anyway, so we'll head on to the next game. So. What will be our second game this week? We take on Brisbane, we take Brisbane Roar on on Saturday, eleven December at GHBA Stadium as well. And what will be our Dylan Wenzel Halls and Young's first game versus their old club? Now Brisbane haven't had the best start. They're currently sitting dead last in the table with one draw from three games. Quick yes or no? Do you think our number nine will make it three and three? And will our number one make it three clean sheets in a row? Yes and yes. Yes and no. Ooh. Actually, now that I think about it, it's probably yes and no as well. But um, I, I don't think um, – I think Brisbane have been playing some okay footy bar last week. They were a bit average. Um, unlucky to get a couple more points. I think they're a team you've got to keep an eye on. But if we stick to our guns and played like we did last week, shouldn't have a problem shutting out a 1 or a 2 nil win at mm. the very minimum. Um, and I think we should be really shooting for a, uh, at least a two-goal win. I uh, think we should really be shooting for at least a clean sheet. Yeah. Again. Um, so two-nil, two-goal win. I think well, I'd, yep. I'd be happy with that. Push slowly, start pushing that goal difference up for when it matters mm. later on in the season. At the moment, yeah. I'm not fussed. It's um, very close at the moment still. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Perth for um, bringing us dead even with victory. They were up uh, four. Um, on the goal difference, now they're back to one um, and tied on points with us. So um, I want to get ahead of them and not and not leave it in victory's hands as well. So um, and even maybe get the chance to get ahead of MacArthur and finish the the round uh, top of the table. 
Which would be top. massive because we never have, have we? We've never finished a we've we've hit the top during oh, a round, but we've never but we've never finished the round on top, yeah, which we, is a, which is a mini milestone within itself. I think the yeah. last time we were on top of the table would have been our first ever game. Was that? Well, yeah, we yeah we were first. Yeah. No, 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 we weren't at that point because we played on the Sunday. I think it was yeah. after. I think you know how we won three out of five and yeah. drew one or something. On I think it was. I think it was after we played that fifth game or so. Yeah. It was ten yeah. from five or something. Yeah, ten yeah, we, from five. Yeah. So, do you reckon we'll go unchanged going into this week? Based uh, on the City game, not the FFA Cup yeah. game, obviously. Based uh, on the City game, I think it'll be really close. I think it'll be very, very similar. Maybe Previc starts. No, I don't think so. I, I think Dylan Winslow holes has earned his starting spot at least, but if Previc is fit, he may come on for longer. Dylan may get less uh, minutes. Yeah. Could be a but I think, he's, I think, I, I think um, Johnny will hold the faith with him yeah. for the Brisbane game at least. He might drop him midweek. Who knows? Pokeno Las Dos, we could uh, drop Lucky Wales and and start Prijevic. Play a play a top two, two up play top. A, yeah. Play a top two, yeah. Um, I don't see why, why it couldn't happen. Yeah. Although Wales, I feel would be a bit hard done by. Yeah. But also, I feel I feel like it's it's up in the air for change. But if there is changes, I feel like it's going to be one or two from the city game. I, it's I, going to be minimal. I don't think squad rotation. Um, Except for maybe us, I'd like to just keep Lau in if he can be a constant the whole season. No problem. Other than that, I've got no problem swapping out the rest of the back, uh, like the rest of the squad. Maybe I'd like to keep Risden in. Keep Lee, keep Leo, keep Risden, keep Dia. Try and get them playing as many games as possible, yeah, and uh, the rest for rotation would uh, be would be very very adequate. Just quickly on Dia, I think he gets rested one of the two games, probably the FA Cup. Uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Um, or maybe he features 20 minutes or so. Yep, and then comes and then, off early on the weekend or something, yeah. yeah. At this point, he probably wants to play as many more games as he can in the rest of his career. So I wouldn't be surprised seeing him, especially if we're um, not winning, if we're drawing or if we're losing. He might even come on in extra time if it looks like we're going to penalties, that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, would you like to see us be more aggressive? This Because obviously... Like I said, discussed earlier, it's a bit of a snatch and grab last week. Would you like to see us be a bit more aggressive and try and chase that goal difference up the table? Or would you like to just keep playing how we're playing and just worry about just getting the goal and keeping the clean sheet? I think yeah. um, maybe be a, a bit more uh, possessive than yeah. aggressive. I'd like to have more of the ball because um, the goals will come uh, yeah. if we keep playing that sort of counter-attacking football. I've got no problem with the goals. Like I said, if we can run out one nil wins... Uh, for a little bit and get us right up there, no problem with it. Um, but possession, I think, was something we sort of touched on for the City mm. game that we, I think, you know, I don't expect to be winning, beating City in, in possession, mm. but at least close to the 60-40, maybe 45-45 uh, yeah. for us. I think we need to be pushing that half-and-half yeah. half possession or countering a lot more. I agree completely. I think... Um... That's the thing. I think we've got to focus on the defence and the results because if we perform well enough, we will grind out these one or two new results and that's all we'll actually need. And then more confidence will come and we'll be able to start playing more free-flowing, attacking, confident football. But 
at the end of the day, in such a tight league like the A-League as well, if you keep a clean sheet, you've got one point on the board at the end of the day. You might pick up two more from going a bit more aggressive, but you might lose that one. So if you keep that clean sheet, you know you're getting that one point at the end of the day regardless. Yeah, that's right. You need to focus on that first and then try and build on that. Get the three points, get the goal difference up and just keep it ticking along. Yeah. If we we keep ticking one nils win 10 1-0 games in a row, we'll have plus 10 goal difference anyway. And I think you were just about to touch on that, Kelsey. Yeah, um, the results will... Yeah, the goals will come. We've seen them come. We were a bit worried at the start of the season where they were going to come from, but, you know, um, they've happened for us. They're coming. So uh, maybe don't expect to have a, a free-flowing start like last season where we scored three, four, and five goals in a game. You know, we don't have that flair like from Ica or Sanchez anymore, but I think we've got a much more grindy squad and um, I think the talent to score is still there. Mm. I think we've got a squad that can contend in bigger games. Uh, yeah, I would say that, yeah, yeah because we're, we're tighter um, and more disciplined this season. Honestly, yeah. if, I could, if I could have kept one player, it would have been Ica Guarachana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he's slotting in this squad just... Yep. Beautifully, um, uh, unfortunately, replacing Wales, but um, or even Deha, yeah, but on a certain day, if, if I could, unfortunately, you know, we haven't seen Renee Crin. If I could at this stage get rid of Crin and bring back Ica, I, I would at this um, point, but, unfortunately. Sorry, Renny, you sorry. might become more loved by us, but at this point, because yeah, our man, he's ripping it up back overseas, scored a hat trick in his first appearance, so. I think he scored two or three this season. And, it's and been nuts. He's been playing. I think he's playing in the third div of Spain. But at the same time, you look at that, and it's probably a similar quality to A League. And shout out to Iker actually posting on his uh, Instagram that he was watching our game on the weekend. Yeah. Stayed up and watched our game. He's done it every single week. So it shows the love he still has for for our uh, young club. Love to see yeah. it. Shows you the so culture behind me. the scenes as well. Score predictions. Oh, for the Brisbane game? Yes. 2-0. I'm going to go... Didn't you say you said we weren't going to keep a clean sheet? Crap. You said yes and no. 2-1. 2-0. Didn't you question it? <laughs> yeah, but I'm backflipped and backflipped again, yeah. So 3-0 I'll have the no yes. I don't think Dylan Wenzel Hall scores, but I think Jamie Young keeps the clean sheet. All right, all right. I thought you were about to say I think Jamie Young scores. I wouldn't mind seeing a... Hey, I'd be very, very happy. If he scores, he'll need some sort of prize. Who was it, the Stoke City goalie? Asmir. Yeah, yeah, a big floater. A few of those has happened. Tim Howard, Howard, Paul Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a few. I'd rather a last-minute header, though. That'd be nice. Yeah, I'd rather I'll ask him to help. Michael Allison action. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Smokers wasn't ahead of it. Volume might have even been better. <laughs> Let's take a minute to uh, talk about our support. So, support for all out west is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. 
join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code AWAW21 at manscaped.com. How are you guys finding the trimmers, boys? Loving it. I actually used it for my face the other week. I mean, I can't really grow much facial hair because I haven't hit puberty yet, but um, it definitely works upstairs and downstairs, I found out. Pretty much all I need to say is this summer is going to be a lot uh, a lot less smelly than last summer. You could have, I think we should go with a lot more comfortable than last summer. Well, that too. Well, with the deodorant. Yep. No, yeah. yeah. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm advertising the product. We're going to jump into their beautiful, beautiful ball toner as well that you'll put on after you have a nice shave, as well as the ball deodorant that comes with the package too, which will keep you super fresh, especially after a day in the active. Oh, yeah. It, it gets sweaty in that active. We know it. We know and it. And not to mention those, uh, the boxer shorts as well. They keep you cool in the, while it's just you know sweating it up in the uh, active as well. Look, use it before, use it after. Just means you have to buy a little bit more and use our code a little bit more. I've already actually ordered some more. So I'm waiting for payday to, uh, in two days. So, yeah, good product. Get around it, chill out. Definitely recommend. So once again, use promo code AWAW21 for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. All right, let's move into the tipping competition. I'm not going to lie, I haven't still signed up yet. So, uh, oh. what do you guys uh, log in for me? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I tried to log in and the app wasn't working the other day. I'm not going to lie, I'll definitely be able to get it up for you, fellas. All right, you got it anyway. I only got two. Let me get the ranking going if you want to get. All right, so the ranking at top, we've got Ethan, AWAW on seven. On your Coombsy. Uh, Actually, no, yours hasn't updated. Yes. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I am looking at EPL. <laughs> uh, then we got all that pests, I think it is. Uh, no. Number three. Sorry, I'm going with a shortened table. I can't see the full names. No, nah, oh, let me. No, nah, let me. Back, well, nah, just, here, I've got it. I can see it on mine. I'll continue. We've got uh, Scotty. Look at Scott in number three. He's actually doing quite well. And there, uh, this as well, Christopher Russell as well. In fourth, they're all tied on seven points. Uh, down on six points, we have a total number, or not a total number, but fifth to 11th places are all on six points. With, yeah, the dogs, the Joker baby, this fella right here. We've got Michael MM, Woodster 99. We've got the corner flag games as well. Atrax has made a big jump since his first week debacle. Uh, we've got hashtag WHCS also on six. Then further down on five and even lower. Uh, Brooke Busker, Methodical Flame, Jeff for friend's sake, Irish Tony, Minimum Chips, Heinze, myself, uh, Jules, and Sherlock, and in dead last are uh, ESPN Footy Tips. Don't think they've made their name. Might have to sort out a name, fella. Uh, Megan BD and the old uh, Harris Mania, dead last. Now, for the record, Harris I Mania. want to point out this season that ESPN Footy Tips is not me this season because I literally haven't signed up yet. Yeah, that's all right. You didn't get a mention. You were fine as well. So, look, better than... Better not signing up at all than being where Mitch is. That's yeah, true. Harris, Man Harris Mania is not running wild, brother. You know what he won't be getting? A toilet seat trophy. 
and a prize at the end of the year. Yeah, which is still yet to be revealed, and everyone. He's been on the podcast, so screw it. Let's not give it to him if he wins anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Oi, oh, he can he can have it. The guests, yeah. him, Sheck, others, Special Eddie. Guests. Yeah, it's Nick, just us regulars. Nick, you're still not getting the prize, buddy. <laughs> well, look, he's that far back. Is it really going to happen? I don't think so. Nah. I'm coming for oh, that. look. Honestly, jump around. I, I, I don't care about the special prize. I'm just coming for that toilet seat, baby. It's going to be mine. That's true. And you know who can't win it? This guy, because he hasn't even bothered to sign up yet. But we can't either. Well, you can win the trophy. Prize. You just can't win, win the trophy. prize. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm for, I'd rather the trophy than the prize anyway. Same. Yeah. Um, so, all right, let's head into the games this week and let's get some tips. So, we've got uh, Melbourne City and Perth Glory. Yep, so that's the midweek game, isn't it? Wednesday night, was it? Yeah. Yes, Wednesday at 7.45, you're correct. Yep, yep, okay. Um, I'm going to go Melbourne City to bounce back. Perth to drop off a little bit, but it'll be a close game. It'll be 2-1 to Melbourne City. I've gone with a draw. Okay. Hmm, very interesting. So, so that on on... his old club. Screw those city dogs. I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. So then on can we speak... with... Sorry, can we Sorry? quickly speak... Can we quickly mention two things about that game? One, yeah. how good of Fornaroli's goal on the weekend? Absolute legend. We'll always love Bruno. Two, how many minutes will Daniel Sturridge get against Melbourne City? Because Tony Pinata has promised that he came down to Melbourne to feature at some point. He was definitely at the game. He was definitely at the um, at the victory game on the weekend. No minutes, not on the bench. But they have promised that he will be playing some minutes in Melbourne. How Has many do you think he yet? will get? Honestly, I don't think he's got a decent enough haircut yet. I've seen images of him wearing a do-rag, obviously covering up, covering up that top of the head. I don't think he's got a haircut that he's proud of or that he's willing to... Um, to play him, I don't think we're going to see him for six months until he can grow it out and get it reshaped again. Yeah, he'll never find a good barber like Jeff's barber in Liverpool. Yeah, look, I don't see him playing this week. I reckon they're using him as a bit of a tease to try and lure more people to the game, but then just not actually, you know, giving anyone the carrot. Well, excuse my French, but I think that's just a bit of shithousery then. It is. It's a. It's very Atletico Madrid of them. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Word for shithousery. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so then on Friday, we have Newcastle and Wellington. I've gone for the Jets. Another Valentino, you'll race. Crazy, crazy. On your Valentino. So, go speaking either. of that, an A-League live stat that I got off that, Valentino Yule is averaging a goal every 57 minutes this season. Is he going boot leader? I think so. Yeah. He's on three. Yeah, tied, I think. Oh no, I think he's outright. Bruno's only got two. Um, Will Dillon Walls has two. Two, yeah. I think he's outright. Or if he's not outright, he would be tied with only one or two other players. Well, why don't we have a look at the look A-League at, at the A-League live app, guys. What did Check I just your say? stats. Valentino, you'll Bruno Fonnelli, Dylan Wenzel Halls are our top three. There you go. See A-League live. Bang. At your fingertips. Yeah. Anytime you need them. Check him out, guys. Yeah, I think um, I think Pena's an absolute jet, and Newell's been playing well. Yep. Uh, Newcastle for the win. You said 2-0, didn't you? 2-0. I'll do the reverse. I'll say Wally, 2-0. Okay. 
So for yeah, some reason, they've, been, they've looked really well, the, especially um, up front. You thought they might have lacked a little bit after losing um, Davia and lose. Who else did they lose? Davia and Hemed. But um, bringing Gary Hooper back and David Ball, bringing Gary Hooper back has been great for them. And David Ball looks as good as he ever has. So Wellington 2 0 for me. Okay. For some reason, my app has. The exact same game listed twice at the exact same date and same to- same time, and that's West United and Raw. Yeah, it does do that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, um, I don't know why. Well, guys, I- don't talk about the faults. We're promoting it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying it's a chance for us to get six points, maybe. Yeah. Look, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going to the game, watching a win, and then waking up the next morning or the next afternoon. And watching a different game, which is also a win, but still yeah. outside. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, we've, uh, already we've already yeah. done this one. So, yep, 2 1 for me. It was 2 0 for you yeah. and 2 0 for you. 3 0 for you. I was 2 0 because I said no to Will- Dylan Winsor Holes, but the yep. Jamie Young uh, clean sheet. Yep. So All then right. we have uh, Adelaide and Victory. Adelaide United for their first win of the season. Josh Cavallo to score. I'd love to see that. I don't think Joshy Cavs is going to score. I think it's going to be a 1 0 Adelaide win. I'm going to go I think Adelaide win too. Uh, 2 1 Adelaide. Yeah, I, I think Adelaide lift for this game, especially at home. And they've looked, even though they haven't picked up a win, they've looked really good this season and they haven't lost. Yeah, exactly. And then we have uh, Western Sydney Wanderers and MacArthur. That's a big one. I'm going to go MacArthur back-to-back. Yep, same. The Wanderers have looked uh, shite this year, just yep. put it nicely. Um, if it wasn't for Brisbane being even worse on the pitch, they'd be, they'd be bottom, I believe, actually. I think they – no, no, no. They've, they haven't lost yet, the Wanderers, but they picked up a couple of They draws. beat Wellington oh, last right. week. They beat Wellington and they That's drew right, against they Sydney and they drew against – Yes, against um, Newcastle. Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're doing all right. I don't know what I what's that type. I think you're at. looking at Sydney FC. Oh no, <laughs> no I'm thinking of Sydney. But they were they they have actually played some bad football at, at parts and um, yeah. they've not been capitalised on. Like they they shouldn't have got a point from that. The Newcastle Jets game. game, as I mentioned, to you that's the worst half of football for the season from any team. I think they're going to start slow and not be able to catch up this week against Macarthur. Agree. Yeah. And then. Finally, we round it off with <laughs> Central Coast Mariners and uh, Sydney. I think this is the week Sydney get their first W, 1-0. 1-0. Yeah, I suspect they finally get their win as well. Yeah. And if they don't, that's a club in crisis. If they don't, you can write them off for the title this season, I think, already. I, I they think could you, still do finals, I but I think off, you write them off for I the think title. You write them off for top two, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. So, just so... Move on to around the grounds, and I already spoiled one of them with the Valentino Yule. So I just grabbed some quick A League live stats here for this for this week. Yep. So obviously Valentino Yule, obviously Golden Boot leader at the moment, averaging goal every fifty seven minutes, and has not played a full ninety yet at all, which is also helping keep those minute rates down. And then um, Macarthur this season have not conceded a goal from open play like us. Mm. So and they're also the only undefeated games. How do you reckon they're going to go this season? They'll do well. They will do well. I don't know whether it's going to be a top two or a top four, but there are thereabouts. Definitive top six. 
I'd say MacArthur, mm. and I'd say ninety uh, percent top four. Yep. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't, surprise me, wouldn't surprise me if your top four uh, stays pretty much as is at the moment. Uh, Victory with, City, with the exception of City swapping with West City Sydney. Swapping with West Sydney, yeah. The three Mel- three Victorian teams see, and MacArthur. I see all three Victorian teams and MacArthur being in there in the finals at least. Yeah, yeah I, I, um, I tend to agree. I, I don't. I think I still think we'll finish lower than where we are, but I think a fifth or fourth, fifth or sixth. Uh, I'd take it. Is definitely right on now. the cards for us at the moment. Yeah, we've started a lot more positively than or I hoped. So, yeah, I, I think we've really solidified ourselves. Like we're very organised. Yeah, and I think that's going to be key to just getting results in the points rather than playing pretty football this year. Yeah. Mm. All right, and lastly, we move on to Carter. Anyone got any cards this week? So, sorry, just uh, quickly, um, back yeah. to around the grounds, and we probably should have mentioned this in club, club news. news. Josh Ristens has extended his contract till the end of the 2023-24 season, stating that um, I believe that he felt like the club supported him through his injury. And the, the least he could do was give another two seasons at the club. Uh, hopefully, he stays injury-free again. I've got no problem supporting Josh Risden, Socceroo, Australian legend, Western United legend, soon to be, um, if, not, if already. not already. But, you know, um, one that we'll look back on and say, you know, he's a real prominent figure in the founding of the club. And a lovely guy. Lovely guy. Yeah, we're on exactly the same wavelength, though. Yeah. We're like, hang on. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I actually had it to mention. We can't because we can't card his his contract extension. No, look, I have left a banner up for carded, but we do need to talk. We're not carding him. Let's be clear on that. This is a no, positive. No. Yes, and um, spoiler too, we're actually trying to organise to get him on the pod. We are, we are, we're trying to work at it. We're working out time and date, so um, we'll have a quick chat with him hopefully in the next few weeks about his contract extension, about his Socceroos journey over the years as well, and about what it's like to play for Western United. And also be a leader at Western United. That too. New one for him. Yes. So uh, very, Josh. very important uh, contract extension, not just for Josh, but I feel the club as well, because that's really the sort of players you need to be hanging on to. Because as, yeah. as much as, you know, players come and go in the A-League, there's a few constants we need. You know, Connor Payne, I think, is one of them. Josh Risden, definitely one of them. If we were to lose either of those two, I feel like it would have a profound effect on the morale. Also, even though he doesn't play as much, Ryan Scott. Yeah. It shows we're heading in the right direction, though, to get a, cal- a, a player of the calibre of Josh Risden re-signing. Yep. Yeah. Um, so now we will move on to Carter. Any cards this week? Yeah, I think we mentioned it before as well. Um You'll give the red card to the Melbourne City fans. You don't leave on your team early, first of all, but you don't leave when you're only 1-0 down and you're actually on top of play. Yeah. yeah. We mentioned the victory fans. They didn't do that. But not to toot our own horn, but every time I've been in the service crew and we've been losing, even if it's been 2 or 3-0, we haven't done that. Stick around, support, stick around, support your team. Yeah, we didn't walk out when we were losing 1-0 to victory in round one. No. And nor should we. And we didn't stop singing either. No. No. City stopped singing after 20 minutes. So, uh, and that that will make people look at the A-League and say, look at these fans, they're hopeless. They're supposed to be champions, act like champions. Yeah. You know, 
piss poor effort by their as, by their fans. As much as you know, we don't get along with victory. Good to see their fans back and forth and supporting the club. Yeah, you know they had a really rough year last year. First ever wooden spoon for the club, and we'll give them the kudos for that. We'll we'll tell them that we we're proud, like as on a league perspective, we're proud for them to do that. It helps the league as well. City fans, the champion, the so-called champions of the league, their fans should not be leaving at eighty-five minutes one nil down. Like they shouldn't be leaving at eighty-five minutes five nil down. They shouldn't be leaving at eighty-five minutes one nil down. That's a piss poor effort for me. You pay your, yeah. your ticket to go to the movies. All of a sudden, the bad guy starts winning three quarters of the way through the movie. You know, well, we're not going to win this and take off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'd never make it through a Marvel movie. So, no. you, know, you paid for it. at least support your club. If you're a bit worst okay, case, sit, worst there on your phone for the rest of the game. Literally, worst case, sit there, be there for the Something be there for the happen, players. You know, just yeah. support yeah. the sport, support your club. Yeah, support just the league. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, done about that as well. Yeah. So yeah, done about. Sorry, did you have any card? Did you have any cards though, Kelsey? No, I thought the city one sort of summed up the week. I thought that was just really piss poor from them. Um, you know, I think around the league, like we're improving the like stand in terms of support, like supporters supporting their clubs. It's just Mm. when you see that stuff, it's just pathetic. Um, I also heard like they started some of the scuffles potentially. Pre-game, yeah. so we won't just, get stuck into it. But it no, was just not, the whole atmosphere uh, of that sort of crowd. That's what I'm alluding to. It's the whole atmosphere of what they brought on that day. Yeah, you know they need uh, to be better as fans. You got to be there to support your club more than put the other club down. I think. Yeah. And um, there's a few fans in their club that aren't big on that, and you know they're not real football fans. They don't care. They pretend they do. The they people who have watched Green Street Hooligans once when they were 12. Yeah, they don't give a shit about the sport. And, you know, as much as I like having people uh, of all backgrounds come to our sport, we don't need thugs there. We don't need people there purely to try and get a rise out of uh, any other team's supporters. Um, and especially a negative rise. Yeah, so you're absolutely scum. <laughs> yep. I want it to be inclusive and full of fun banter. Yeah. Banter's good. Everyone always says, and we do that with plenty of clubs. Banter is fantastic. For that 90 minutes, we're going to be yelling back and forth. But we laugh while we do it. We have fun. Unfortunately, and it's not I know it's not every single Melbourne City fan out there, but there are a lot of Melbourne City fans that yeah, yeah, you can't have that you can't have that civil friendly sport banter with because it will advance. Go ahead, abuse us, you know, we don't care. It's just like Keep it, let your team do the talking, yeah. Yeah, and don't don't As represent team. your te- don't represent your team badly because mm-hmm. that's all that will come back at the end of the day. It's a reflection on Melbourne City more than anything. It's not a reflection they deserve. It's just one that gets imposed on them because of what's happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's and and I'll reiterate, it's not all of the fans. It's no. it's a it's a it's a certain certain amount of them. And look, I like. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Melbourne City Club. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of purely their owners uh, and them trying to pretty much buy good karma by owning sporting clubs. But I can't hold anything against, um, you know, Patrick Kisnorbo and the Melbourne City players. Ultimately, they're getting paid. They're out there to do it. They're out there to play for each other and the fans, the fans that really care. And they've got some really classy players on and off the field as well. Yeah, and so, like, 
Patrick is Norbo. No blame speak, on them. Can't speak highly enough of him. Um, great coach, great bloke. Uh, it's just disappointing to see people, you know, uh, use the sport as an excuse to get up to just stupid behaviour. Shenanigans. Mm. Completely agree. I think we'll leave that there. Yep, so, I think that's a perfect way. So that actually wraps us up for this week. Somehow we survived without uh, Wallace. So I'd like to give him a big shout-out again to him and Amelia on the arrival of their new baby girl. I think he'll be proud of us. Yeah. I, I think he'll be happy he won't have to spend his entire uh, day, you know, editing this. So I uh, <laughs> hope we did it. Did you proud? Um, first episode you've missed. Congratulations again. Um, don't forget to check us out on social media for our up-to-date West United content. Uh, share, like, subscribe, and review. Uh, don't forget to check out the A-League Live app, as you saw throughout the, this episode. It really helped us out again. Um, so, again, you can get the Google Play Store or the Apple Store. And don't forget, you can get 20% off and free shipping worldwide using the code AWAW21 at manscaped.com. And I think we finished with All West, aren't we? All West, aren't we? All West, aren't we? Ba, 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 ba.